good good morning to the Echo Stories podcast. Uh, today we have Therese, who was uh, one of our first sellers on the Terra platform. Um, organic natural products made in a sustainable, waste-free packaging is her tagline. She has kept things simple and clean. Uh, she pays close attention to the entire supply chain, from its um, you know uh, sourcing ingredients to its packaging. Uh, welcome, Therese, to the show. Uh, and thanks for joining us. So I will kick it off, uh, Therese, and ask you to tell us the B0 story. How did it all start? Sure. So I have always been a consumer of all natural products uh, throughout my life. I just didn't really pay much attention to packaging. And I started to become more aware of the overuse of plastic um, and just uh, ingredients like petroleums and um, other non-sustainable practices. So when I searched uh, my local grocer for some eco-friendly products and zero waste products, they were almost virtually non-existent. And I would say this was about three years ago. Um, and I looked online, there were some choices, but not very many. Uh, they were usually, uh, I would say, overpriced. And um, I have a bachelor's degree in science and I am an, art, an artist. So I like creating things. And I thought, well, why don't I make my own? And I really enjoyed it. I had friends test out the products. They liked them. And that's where it all started. Well, the typical American garage startup sort story. <laughs> Loving yeah. it. Yeah. And Devi, so you are manufacturing and selling products, you know, made out of high quality ingredients. They are packed in eco-friendly packaging, which all of that is like really impressive. So could you tell us more about, you know, the, your line of products that you are making at the P0 and the ingredients that you are using here? So most of my products are personal care products like sunscreen and deodorant. I use a lot of oils and butters in the manufacturing of these. And I want my ingredients to be organic and vegan as much as possible. And of course, sustainable. So I try to research the supply chain. Um, I try uh, to get my ingredients uh, from places, like I said, that are organic, but that are also um, practicing uh, fair wage practices and sustainability in their company. So not just getting that ingredient, but really looking at where it comes from. And, and then of course, paying attention to the packaging. Good. And so can you tell us about how you're making those products? Uh, I think you're, you're making them from home, right? You're not outsourcing the manufacturing. So tell us how that works. I make small batches and I believe you can control the quality better that way. Uh, I would um, like to eventually have a higher rate of production, but, right, um, but keep it at small batches. Um, I use a lot of preservative-free ingredients, so I don't want ingredients sitting on a shelf for a long time. They're made to order, so they're gonna be fresh ingredients. It's gonna be a fresh product, and it's not gonna be sitting on a shelf. 
I see. And I was reading about you for the packaging. You have not just paid attention to uh, just the overall packaging, just the case in which you know your products go, but to the finer details like the ink that is used to you know uh, print uh, uh, print things on the packaging. How like as a small company, how did you manage to to do that, and what was the reason behind you know going Uh, into those depths when it comes to packaging. Uh, so I I really uh, have to pay tribute to uh, the companies that supply labels and um, my uh, boxes and envelopes. I wouldn't be the company I am without them. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to make as small a carbon footprint as possible. So I don't want to just have a product that is going to be not shipped in plastic. I also want it to be compostable or sometimes it has to be recyclable. It can't be compostable if it's in glass, like a, a lotion. But um, I use uh, FSC certified paper. I uh, use aluminum or and glass and then there's products out there that are in these packaging and containers but then they'll slap a plastic label on there or um, use toxic ink so I wanted the entire product to be something that could go back into the earth um, so I researched uh, different types of labels And uh, my labels are either made out of sugar cane, clay, or like I said, FSC certified paper. And the inks are plant-based. So when somebody does take that um, product after they're done with their use and they put it in compost, they don't have to worry about uh, toxic ink or adhesive um, that's gonna go in there along with the packaging. Was it hard to find all these supplies, suppliers? You know, you, you sounds like, yeah, so the man said you went the extra mile. H- how did you find those suppliers, those materials? Uh, so there are not very many choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're out there. And I wouldn't say they're difficult to find, but it's still growing. So, uh, you really uh, need to look hard and um, there, there needs to be more choices, I believe. It's a good point. We, we heard that in other podcasts, uh, the, the sourcing of materials um, you know, is a nascent, nascent industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what has been your biggest learning with, uh, in starting this sustainable ethical business? And, Any advice that uh, you could give to someone who would start today? You definitely want to do your research. There is a lot of misinformation out there. Um, I use, for example, Candelilla wax in my um, products. And I've had people say um, that that is not something that is Uh, eco-friendly. There's um, a lot of abuse for workers, but this is old information. Um, it, it comes 
from southwestern United States and uh, the Chihuahuan province in Mexico. And years ago, it used to be a hazardous way of refining it, but that's old information. Mm -hmm. There's now safer practices. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just one aspect. So for anybody starting out, just do your research, make sure you're not getting misinformation. There's a lot of wanting to be perfect and you know, you just, you're gonna um, stumble, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, so it's not, yeah. I mean, we've heard that too, and it's also okay. the philosophy we are, you know, we are following at Terra, you know, the, the, this quest for becoming eco-friendly, zero waste, um, you know, it, it's a journey and, and people shouldn't, wh whether it's brands or consumers, shouldn't attempt at perfection. They, they should attempt at doing the best they can. I think the intent, uh, you know, matters most. Um, and you know it's it's really hard to be zero waste or perfect eco conscious consumer um, and it's probably very hard too for a brand to be you know perfect all the way but i don't think that's the that's the goal you know the goal is that you know manufacturers brands consumers we we get on that bandwagon and we start making some changes you know in the right direction i do think it it makes some people shy away because they think they have to be perfect at it. Mm -hmm. And that's one reason why they don't get started, but it's just small steps. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's solid advice, uh, Terry. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. And uh, which were like, we're just curious, you know, which were some of the brands that you looked up to when you were starting or, you know, they still inspire you uh, till date? So, so could you could you tell us uh, more about some of some of these brands? Uh, when I was first getting started, uh, one brand that caught my eye, um, it's it's actually a, a company, um, Package Free Shop by Lauren Singer, and many people know her. She was a college student, and she. Um, carried around a mason jar of her trash that she collected through the years and was trying to bring awareness to, you know, all the trash that we collect out there. And she has a great online shop with blogs. She gives a lot of information to people. So it's not just products, um, it's educating people. Yeah, that's, that's the main one that drew me. Okay, I want to go back to pricing. I, I remember you saying that uh, when uh, you did your research and one of the impetus to, to start B0 was that you found that all those brands were highly priced. Mm -hmm. Is it still the case? Uh, or have you seen brands emerging and making an effort on price, maybe because they have more volume or um, I'm, I'm interested in that because in the consumer research, price is a major <clears throat> impediment to buying those brands? Yeah, I, I have seen uh, things get better. And I think as it becomes more of, um, more people become aware of these products that it is going to be more accessible. And, and that is so important. That's, that's the thing is it needs to be accessible to people. So um, yeah, I do think it'll get better as the years go on. 
and with with respect to sustainable lifestyle i mean you have been you know living one yourself what would your advice be to people who are you know planning to uh, get on this path i would say to pick one area so mm-hmm. you it's easy to get overwhelmed right. and you need a starting point so pick one area in your life and then go from there um whether that be travel you know how how you travel uh what product you use um for one area and and just pick that one area and then grow on that okay start small but it's important to start somewhere yeah and that way you don't get overwhelmed right okay thanks i mean thanks a lot for you know sharing all those insights lastly we would it has been an inspirational journey so far that this is no doubt about that but we would also love to know you know what uh, what's coming up for you in 2021 and in next 2 uh, to 3 years so, so what can we expect Uh, I really want to solidify my product line. I, I don't plan on growing it m- too much more as far as adding products, maybe one or two, but just solidifying what I have mm-hmm. and always looking to improve. I also want to reach a larger audience, which Tara is great for a place to reach a larger audience. And I really appreciate Bernard reaching out to me um and just educating people within my circle uh so growing the company out want to keep small batches like i said that helps control quality and freshness but just improving what i have and and going from there very good i think it's a uh, time to wrap up um and that's where nimen and i are, are... mentioning or key takeaways from uh, from this podcast and and mine you know is uh, i mean i have two takeaways i think the first one is you know you're you're a prime example of of a uh, of an entrepreneur who saw a need in the marketplace you know based on based on your own you know life and needs and and a whole and wasn't satisfied with the products um that you were finding and just decided to make them right uh starting at home you know making this you know in your kitchen and then doing the research and and i love this uh you know this uh, example you're setting for people out there who who love this lifestyle and who also you know may uh may not find the products that exactly you know work for their skin or other parts of their life and you're showing us well you can do it and create a company and a brand around it the other takeaway is the level of details that you went into for the packaging right you, you research those uh eco-friendly sustainable inks and glues so it went way beyond just the the material the main material of the packaging but it's like a complete uh you know eco-friendly packaging solution and that impressed me a lot <laughs> thank you yeah packaging is is on top for me as well so i feel that from from bernard and secondly is if i'm really amazed by the research that you did uh, we all know that there's a lot of noise 
uh, you know out there when it comes to uh, sustainable products sustainability as such and as you mentioned there's a lot of misinformation uh, you know floating out there so filtering all that and finding the right uh, the right information which leads to you know the right people whom you can work with uh, as as your suppliers or manufacturers i mean the way you have done it uh, that that should definitely be an inspiration for someone who is you know planning to start a sustainable lifestyle or a sustainable business so thanks a lot again you know for sharing all those insights with us today thank you naman thank you tess for uh, joining our podcast today thank you for being a terra seller and looking forward to uh, a fruitful business relationship you know in the year to come thank you thank you i am as well